You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Growing up, I would say I felt that it's quite a forgotten place, if that okay. makes sense. Like, it wasn't any shine on there. I'll just mention the story, just like, oh, yeah, remember this happened? They'll be like, what? And I'll be like, oh, wow. And that's when I realised that, okay, that wasn't normal. Whoever I spoke to, I told them, like, okay, I got this idea. And the answer that I received is, isn't that something like that already? One thing I want with Tate is I want people to appreciate somebody's argument. Whether they agree with it or not, I just want them to appreciate how someone can put across. So for entrepreneurs that do want to start a business in Ghana, what, I guess what would be your advice to them? My advice, first things first. You're not defined by where you, where you come from. Yeah. And I think that's a big message that I always yeah. want to tell people. Like, like you have to be able to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. When you grow up in ends, you don't realise it when you're confident, but you have an audacity to do things that ordinarily most people wouldn't be able to do. Welcome back to the Takeover Experience. We're in, it, we're in a bit of a new studio today, uh, having issues with um, my usual studios. But you know what? we got to change up at times. How are you doing today, James? All good, you know. All yeah. good. It's been a very, busy, very, very busy week. So um, I'm happy to be able to do something like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, it's good to be here. It is, yeah. It's, it's, it's good to have these conversations because I've had, I've had a busy week as well at work and um, I came back from Germany on the weekend. Okay. Um, so, you know, when like you're traveling over the weekend, mm. you pretty much don't have a weekend, yeah, right? Not, yeah. So like, you feel like, yeah. So when I got back, <laughs> I was tired. It's mad tired. And I had to, like, I was editing as well late mm. Sunday night too because I had to you know, keep up the schedule. So, yeah. So what, what did you get up to today? What was, it, so, what was the day like? Oh, today I was literally just like working 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 non-stop plus i have a few other projects that i've got going on outside of work as well so like after work i was dealing with that mm. um lunchtime i was dealing with that and just doing a lot of um you know errands as well when it comes to family stuff as well so it's just been crazy it's been crazy but all in all i'm glad the week is over put that yeah so okay so tell the people who is james okay so my name is james mercer um if you don't know me already um we haven't met we haven't seen anything i've said i'm a social media professional i've been working in social media for around 12 years um it's gonna sound weird and I, I always say this i hate to define myself by like what i do if that makes sense okay I hate so that. Yeah. but this is just what I happen to be in and yeah. what I happen to have expertise in and what I've done for the last 12 years in okay. general. So through doing that, I had an idea around seven years ago to create an app called Tape. Mm. Okay, it came yeah. seven years ago. Seven wow, years I didn't ago, know it was man. that long yeah, ago. Long time ago. Wow. So it, it, I didn't act on it immediately. Mm-hmm. And I just told people, Whoever I spoke to, I told them like, okay, I got this idea. And the answer that I received is, wasn't that, isn't that something like that already? And that just let me know that, okay, this fits in well with the world and how things are supposed to be. Yeah. So from that, um, the idea did change quite a bit, but um, yeah, I'm actually, yeah. So to describe myself, I'm the um, founder and CEO of Tate. Okay. Uh, which you will be seeing a lot more of. Um, okay, you know. looking forward to that. And we're, we're going to yeah. definitely talk a lot about tape today. 
But before we, we, we get into that, uh, we want to talk about your story first. Cool. Um, so where are your parents from? My parents are from Ghana, okay. both of them. Both yeah. from Ghana, yeah. yeah. yeah were you, were from, you yeah. born there? Were you at I was here born here. Day? I was born in Croydon. Born yeah, in Croydon. Yeah, okay, so you're from Croydon time. Yeah. Wow, mad. <laughs> South, yeah. South way, yeah? Yeah. Lived there pretty much most of my life. Yeah. Um, I'm actually still in Croydon now. Just about. I'm in Crystal Palace. Yeah. What was it like um, for you growing up in Croydon? Uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's so funny that people always say interesting. I yeah. always find that funny that it's people true. say interesting. Ups and downs, ups and downs. I would say that, okay, growing up, I would say I felt that it's quite a forgotten place, if that okay. makes sense. Like, it wasn't any shine on there. I had cousins... And like my brother was a brother that's from another um, area as well. Mm. And like their areas were popping. Everyone was talking about the areas. But whereas when you're in Croydon, you just felt like no one really knew what Croydon was mm. until I would say I got to uni and everyone knew what Croydon was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's it was just main for, of it. a forgotten place. It was a forgotten So a lot nah. of things that did happen. Yeah. Under the radar. Nobody it was under it. the radar. Yeah. Under the radar. Yeah. And a lot of those stories is funny. You see them coming out now, and it was like, well, okay, now that's common knowledge. Everyone knows about that story. That story. <laughs> so it's it 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 in itself. Croydon was was a bit of a it's a bit of a, an adventure, should I say. <laughs> what, what reason I noticed it was weird is because I remember when I was in university, there'll be people from areas that I knew were much worse than Croydon, mm. and then I'll just mention a story, just like, oh yeah, I remember this happened. They'll be like, what? And I'll be like, oh wow. And that's when I realised that, okay, that wasn't normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even like at work, you mentioned a story and people were like, hmm? Like when I was like early, earlier on, and I thought, okay, I'm never saying that ever again. I'm not talking about these things ever again. So I've basically been almost trained to just not talk about credit. So, so it's like, it's like you're, it's not indoctrinated, it's like, it's just a normal part of life for you, yeah. right? Like, great. yeah. I remember when I was young, I heard about Croydon. I'm from like I, I grew up in South as well. I okay. grew up like mostly like around Campbell, like okay. Peckham area. Yeah. So I knew about. I heard about Croydon being from South, right? Yeah. And oh, don't go there. Mad yeah. stuff happens when you're in Croydon. It's, it's the opposite direction. <laughs> We thought, that's what we say about that's what that's we say. That's what they always area. say. <laughs> we thought Credit was safe and your areas is not safe. That's how, that's, that's how we saw I mean, you know, it's a perspective thing. Would I say where I grew up was safe? I mean, it was all right. There was mm. there was stuff happened. Yeah. Even down true. to about yeah. okay, even down to about I say three years ago, three, four years ago, yeah. I would say to my parents, Oh, you know what, yeah. I'm just going to a bar in Peckham, you know, and get something to eat in, Pe eat in Peckham. <laughs> Everyone would be like, and they'll be like, why are you going there? Like, nah, don't go there. They say, don't go there. It's dangerous. Don't go there. Like, no, it's not like that. And it was really nice. It's, it's really nice. Right? And yeah. people just don't believe me. Yeah. They think that this place is just crazy. But I feel like Croydon's gone in the opposite direction. Mm. <laughs> That's my personal opinion. You think so? Yeah. Like it's getting worse and then yeah. better. Really? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't, it wasn't, like it wasn't this, it wasn't as bad. When mm. we, when I was really young, it mm. wasn't as bad. It got worse as I got older. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's honestly. that's very interesting. That area yeah. should be improving over yeah. time and not but getting credit in that. Okay. Backwards gentrification. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Okay. So like, did you school in the area as well? Were you like yeah, schooling in Croydon? What was that well. like for you schooling in? in um, my as school well? was fairly a good school. It was yeah. a decent school. Um. I won't say that many people came from that school to do mm. quite well, but a couple of people are coming up now, mm. which is really cool. Mm. Um, but like, it wasn't really like a popular school in that kind of sense. Mm. It wasn't like one of the worst schools. It wasn't, one of the, it wasn't it? the best school ever. Okay, so it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. No, it was like it was in very, the middle, very middle, okay. very mid standard yeah. school. But it, it wasn't a school where people go and get good grades ever. Really? So, yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a school that the you yeah. go there and say, oh, that's the alumni of my school. Yeah. We do this, we yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, I was kind of blessed that when I was in year eight, mm. I got sent back to Ghana. Okay. Blessed. blessed. I don't know how. I mean, say. I think yeah. it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah it was a blessing. Yeah, so yeah, I got to, yeah. it was an experience. But through that, the school I went to there, that has an alumni. Mm. So. I kind of knew what the importance of having an alumni is. Okay. So you kind of get back to my school in Croydon. I went back there again and mm. I realized that, okay, this is just school. We just mm. turn up here yeah, and we go home. We yeah. get an education. It's not anything more than that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, in yeah, university, that's what to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. university, it is more than that. Yeah. In university, yeah, if you go true. to Manchester University, yeah. you know that, okay, this person yeah. went there, this person went there. If you go to 
Oxford or Cambridge, you mm. know, do you know what I mean? Especially what they like if you go to like those posh universities, mm. people ask you what school yeah. did you go to, what yeah. secondary school did you go to? Yeah. And that actually matters to them because they went to secondary schools that have an alumni and mm. they will judge people based off the secondary school that they did attend and go yeah. to. Whereas I know the secondary school I went to, uh it's just the school. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> you put it like that, it's so it's so it's so interesting. Do you think like obviously you grew up in Croydon, mm. you grew up in uh, and you also went to school in the area i guess for you uni did you leave london to, yeah you yeah, did yeah. did you feel like oh like i wanted to i wanted to i wanted yeah, to get out I, then. was that the feeling it was it's just i wanted to just get away okay. in general from everything yeah i wanted to get away it was funny for me is that i never actually visited my uni before going to uni is it yeah oh, i went damn. to kill university so kill, not many kill. people know it you know what's so funny I, yeah Wait, Kiel? Who yeah. told me they went Kiel? Oh, Adrian. Adrian, yeah, Adrian Kiel. Yeah, I went Do you to, know I went, from? Yeah, I went, yeah, I went to the uni. Oh, so you know Adrian from yeah, Kiel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, know, that's man. That's how long I've known him. I've known, okay, I've known him that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've known him for years. That's how I know him. Okay. <laughs> what, so, okay, what's up yeah. in Kiel? What, why did you choose Kiel, though? They had the, they had the, the courses seemed decent, first okay. of all. Yeah. What was it that you studied? So I started off studying um, music technology, yeah. Okay. And yeah. sociology. Mm. But it was, they were just so different. Mm. They were so different. So I just ended up dropping music tech mm. and I just took up education and sociology. Okay. But um, sociology was my main degree because sociology is just what I was interested in. I mm. just I just liked it, just that makes sense. Yeah. And what do you do with a sociology degree? Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Like, why did you decide that? What were your parents thinking when you, when you uh, said you know, that yeah. you were going to do my that? Parents, <laughs> the thing is, when I was in sixth form, yeah, yeah. I was getting, um, I was actually getting A's. In sociology, okay. I didn't get an A overall, but I was mm. actually getting A's, and I wasn't getting A's in school like that. Mm. I was getting A's in my. Um, I actually found the subject so fun. Like my teachers found me so annoying, but I'd just <laughs> so be talking love, all the time. Love yeah, sociology. I'd like, like it was just like normal conversations for me. Mm. And I'm in, and this is meant to be part of school. That like, didn't feel like I'm studying. It just felt like I'm just having my normal conversations. So, like I said, what do you do with that? So I remember I did, I did a what's it called, a course. And it was about public relations. Mm -hmm. And um, what was interesting was when they were talking about what public relations is, what yeah. it does, I thought, you know what, like me growing up, the background I come from and a lot of the things that I've seen, I think it would be quite good for me to get involved in marketing, public relations, advertising in the okay. first place. I wanted to get involved in advertising because um, I watched Boomerang and I just thought, you know, yeah, that... That, that seems quite fun. What's you know what I mean? The film Boomerang with Eddie Murphy. I don't know if I know that. So if film. anyone's listening in, you've and seen now I'm Boomerang gonna have to go watch it. Yeah, you gotta watch Boomerang. For the culture, what? Yeah, yeah, it's for the culture, 100%. Okay. A lot of people probably don't like it, but me, I found it so funny at the time. Okay. Yeah, it was Boomerang, I thought I can get into advertising. Then uh, Halle Berry's in it as well. Okay. It. It's a good film. Mad. Yeah, well, I found it good. I don't know about anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when I saw this public relations, I thought, this is kind of cool. And then they were talking about a company called, um, Frey Communications. Okay. And I thought, okay, I want to work there. Yeah. And I left uni and I ended up working there. What was about, What is it about, was it the film Boomerang that got you into advertising? That's what grabbed you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought it was just fun. So I watched yeah. Boomerang and there was another film called um, yeah. What Women Want with yeah. Mel Gibson. Mm. And they had advertising in there as well. And I just okay. thought the advertising industry just looked interesting to me. Yeah. And this is before Mad yeah. Men or anything like that. Yeah. Do you know, I thought, you know what, just you know, making something look mm. good. I was a good hype man, put it like okay, that. So okay. I knew I could hype up my friends well. I knew I could hype up anything where I could make something look good. So I thought, you know what? I, I might as well do, if I get paid to do that, why not? Mm. But when you get into it, you find out it's, it's, it's nothing like being a hype man. It's, there's nothing like that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's completely, completely different when you, cause it's funny. Cause like yeah. you say that, right? It's like, I, I guess it's no different to podcasting, right? Like a lot yeah. of people, watch a podcast, oh, I love podcasts. I want to start my own podcast until they go actually, and do it. And then you realize actually the behind the scenes is a lot of effort. Yeah. You're like, actually, I hate doing all this stuff. I hate the <laughs> editing. I hate having to uh -huh. script the questions. Yeah. I hate having to find guests to book, et cetera, marketing, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. right? Like, also doing the little snippets, doing exactly. that is a lot of work. A lot of I people don't see. think, they're like, oh yeah, I love that. But then when they're like, oh, actually, I'm really into it. Yeah. Is, is that what happened with you in the um, end? It's similar, of course. Yeah. But the thing is, the reason why I say it's a bit different is because with podcasting, mm. um, because you have control over it, yeah. you're essentially an entrepreneur mm. through being a podcaster. Yeah. It's your product. Mm. You can do what you like with it. But in advertising, 
in marketing, uh, public relations, social media, um, whatever I'm involved in, you know, is not your product. Mm. It's not even your agency unless okay. you create an agency yourself yeah, and done it yeah. from there. And even that is difficult in its first place because you need to know how things work and how mm. things run. Okay. Some people can just create an agency and find it difficult because yeah. they're not, they haven't come from that, from the industry. So mm. it's so important to find out things in the industry that's going on. People who don't go through the industry, I think they they come with that flair. So mm -hmm. say for example, if you weren't, if you're not educated in a yeah. certain way, you come in, with a flair that people who are educated are not coming in with. They have, okay. they see things in a set box. Okay. Whereas if you come from the outside, yeah. you still have that creativity that you yeah. can actually change things. And I feel like the industry really does cherish that. Okay. But at the same time, it always gets to a point whereby you need to know how to you know, do accounts. You need to know how to, how mm. to actually quote time, you know, to quote okay. or quote um, four projects. You have to understand mm. um, what's going to happen before you do a shoot. You have to understand all kinds of different things that okay. if you're not coming up from the yeah. bottom, you're not really gonna get it as much. And as well as it's a lot of it's a lot of admin. Okay. Hell of a lot of admin. A lot of admin. So much admin. Okay. When you're at the bottom, that like, you have to do doing stuff yeah. like taking lists, doing all this sort of stuff there. And a lot of people, you're coming into an industry thinking that I want to do something really fun. Mm -hmm. You know, if I wanted to make money, I could have gone into banking, mm. but I'm coming into advertising or you no know, marketing so that <laughs> I can do something really fun. Yeah. And then you get in there and after like, you know what, do this job here, do mm. this day, like no, write this there, write that there. Mm. And you'll probably be disappointed. <laughs> but as I say, all I say is that um it doesn't that doesn't matter. I think people should just still brave through it. Yeah. And if you can be entrepreneurial with it, be entrepreneurial with it just okay. like you are like yeah. with the podcast and that mm. sort of stuff. So that's that's my belief. Okay. That's cool. I, I I love that. Okay, let's talk about tape, right? Yeah. So tape. So you you mentioned at the beginning that it was like an idea that came up seven yeah. years ago. For those that don't know, what is what is tape? So tape is a social media network that is based off voice notes with a limit of ninety seconds. Okay. So what actually happened was um, when I was working at an agency, a PR agency, years ago, I used to like so be on whatsapp groups and like my friends would be sending like messages and that sort of mm -hmm. stuff and the ones who did like um like jobs with their hands you know they would send voice notes and i couldn't really listen to these voice notes because i'm not gonna these are this is before whatsapp web mm. i wasn't gonna take my headphones out of my computer and put it into my phone and start listening so i just had to just not get involved then yeah. one day i had a day off work yeah, and I started listening to these voice notes and sending them, and I was just really enjoying myself. Which is cool. And then I was thinking, social media itself. I remembered there was um, an account we were working on, and someone made a suggestion, and it just got battered from left, right, centre. <laughs> and I just realised social media is just such a cool place. Yeah. So I was thinking, how can I alleviate that, like, get around that? Mm. And I thought this podcast, no, this is not podcast. So this tape idea that I have mm. here, this. Um, voice note idea that I have mm. is the best way to get around that because with the voice is a lot more authentic. Mm. It's a lot more empathetic. It's a yeah. lot. It's a, it's a completely different mode of people communicating yeah. with each other. Yeah. And plus, having a limit means that people can actually sit down and, and listen. Mm -hmm. And the ninety the ninety second limit that we got, we want to make sure that we know that if you get a podcast, no, if you get a, what do you call it, um, a voice note mm. that's over ninety seconds, you look at it and you think this is yeah. a podcast. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna play that like yeah. you think this is long yeah but 90 seconds is still long enough for you to get your point across mm -hmm. i love that man 90 seconds 90 seconds definitely long enough to get your your point across because you want want it to be short snappy and for people to just like go like go through it yeah. like straight away but one thing as well 90 seconds is a limit it's not a target okay so, like, what were you thinking it's gonna be like no, it's not. Things gonna be twenty, thirty seconds normal. Um, depends or? on what the person wants to achieve. Okay. And the things I don't know, I need to get yeah, like, when users are using it, and there's more information coming through. We'll know the the people will decide that. Yeah, yeah. What? Because obviously you had the idea for seven years. But when, why? When did you think it was the right time to be like, okay, cool. Now I'm gonna do it. Because we all have ideas. To be pandemic. Honest. No, oh, okay, pandemic. I started okay. before the pandemic. Okay. And before, like, so it's in different iterations. And I remember at some point I was trying to get other people involved and doing all sorts of stuff there. And I found out there was a lot of cooks in the kitchen mm. and then things just weren't moving. I had to restart all over again in different forms and that sort of stuff. 
to make sure that it can be as nimble and as quick as possible. Now I think I've got a great team. Okay. Um, but what happened was um, when I saw there was audio social media coming out and I What's saw it? Clubhouse. And, okay, and Clubhouse, okay, cool, cool, cool. It's not the same thing, obviously. No, it's not, no, no. But I was thinking, is it the same thing? Do you know what I mean? And my heart was like, nah. But my <sighs> idea, oh, I didn't make it happen. That I, nah, mm. this is a problem. Then when I actually used Clubhouse and I saw how different it was, I thought, nah, it's cool. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also knew that I need to make it. I need to get a move on. Okay. So they used to talk me. I need to get a move on. At the same that, time. Okay, that's a good message. I like. I like the fact that you said that because you actually f you felt some type of way when you when yeah. another social media. So that was yeah. confirmation. Actually, this is something yeah. you really want to do. Yeah. But you, you were kind of not maybe dragging heels. Sometimes you need that kick up. You it know, did, it definitely did. Like, it did. It did give me a kick up the ass because like I. I got, I, I got a new job um, mm. at that time during the pandemic. I started, started working somewhere brand new during the yeah. pandemic, yeah. And um, I had tape going whilst I had this job at the same time. Right, okay. So it was interesting doing a new job and doing this tape thing at the same time mm. and just juggling both. So for me, because um, I was in a new environment, everything was new. So I had yeah. to kind of like structure my life in a completely different way. Mm. And from there on, my life has been about tape. I left that job to start freelancing. Okay. Because I knew I needed more time mm. to do tape. So I'll freelance for a while, make sure I've got enough money to be able to um, bootstrap. Mm. And then I'll take some time off. Okay. To, how, much, how much time are you taking? I'll take off, I take off months if I need really? to. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I take off like two to three months. Wow. And just spend it just on tape. Yeah. Well, I'll stack up enough and I'll take off two to three oh, months to spend it just on tape. Yeah. That's, wow, that's good. And yeah. what, you mentioned your team. What's, what's the size of your team? So my team at the moment, in the UK, my team is five. Wait, you got people in the UK? Yeah. Okay. I was but in the UK, that's, a, that's an executive team. That's an executive Okay, you're executive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, let's yeah. break this down. Yeah. So you got executive UK yeah. team. What's that like? Your C the old CMO, CTO, yeah, CMO, CTO, yeah, that sort of okay, stuff. Okay, you've got so, all of that. Okay, yeah, all of that. Cool. So the CTO obviously is mm. my co-founder, mm. and that's very important because he's a technical guy, isn't it? And he's yeah. a guy that deals with all of that sort of stuff. Mm. Then the team in Ghana, um, developers, okay, um, and marketing people as well. Okay, you got marketing and yeah. developers in Ghana. Yeah. Okay, reason wow, being wow. just to make sure that people, yeah. the conversations going on out there, okay, and just making sure that and look handing out socials as well, okay, and um, the community. You know, okay. sort of stuff. And developers, for obvious reasons, yeah. maintenance of the app and yeah. as well building the app and making sure it's in its yeah. play. Why why did you choose Ghana for the like obviously we, we've spoken about it, but yeah, you know, for the listeners and watchers, why yeah. why did you decide to choose, you know, Ghana as a place where you kinda wanna launch it first yeah. and kind of build your community there and also yeah. have employees there yeah. as well. So there's numerous reasons for that. There's pluses and minuses, obviously. So as you know, everybody do go to Ghana. 30 mm. December yeah. over um, <laughs> you know over the Christmas period and there's a lot of influential people that are there so we want to launch it there so when it creates its hype the influential people that are there around that time can use it yeah. and then go back to the respective countries that they're going to and then say I saw this app called Tape and it was really cool in terms of staff uh, there's a buzzing tech atmosphere in Ghana at this moment of time okay. buzzing um, a friend of mine called Kosia Annabelle, she runs a conference called Tech in Ghana as well. Okay. Um, plus Ghana, um, they got Google there. Um, okay. Twitter oh, was there. Big. Yeah, Twitter was there. Twitter have left. Um, so I don't know. They just, I don't want to go. I don't <laughs> want like, to know. Bad. It was bad. Like the way they handled that situation. Yeah, that's not um, good, man. Yeah. Good, um, so Jack Dorsey's there quite a lot. There's a lot of other tech companies that are looking to get involved in Ghana. Okay. So I wanted to get involved before they get there. Yeah. My ambitions are very high. Okay. I hope that like I'm able to get my offices in a place that isn't in the capital, place a bit off. So essentially others could follow me. And okay, so we can build like your own Silicon Valley in, in, like, in a part of Ghana that's not Accra. That would be great. Or, okay. That would be great. Okay. That would be great. If that okay. happens, I, I would love that. Okay. Well, that's yeah. that's interesting. When you when you thinking about launching the app, do you do you have a timeline? Yeah, um, yeah. So currently, at this moment in time, um, we're doing a reassess. Okay. Reason being because there was one bug that was really like, trying to get over. Up, yeah, yeah. messed it up. So as soon as we've looked into that, yeah, 
then I can really get a proper time as to when it's going to come out. But okay. what I would say is definitely going to be yeah. in this quarter of the year. Okay. So we're just looking to roll it out bit yeah. by bit. We're not going to do some big launch. Yeah. Because if you really think about it, mm. do you remember when Instagram launched? I don't remember when it launched. It probably launched before I knew about it. How I heard about it was through one of my work colleagues. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, have you seen this app? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the exact conversation we had. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah, man. Rick Ross is on here. Yeah, man. He's posting pictures. Yeah. It's, it feels like so alien. Yeah. But back then, obviously, the, when we used to see celebrities or all these people was through newspapers. Mm. We never used to be so close to them. Now we kind of, let me not say take it for granted because it's not about mm. idolizing people. But of course. It wasn't like that before. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So mm. when that came out, that was news. Like, oh, okay. What's this? This, this app Instagram to, thing. To, Post pictures, like yeah. you don't think anything of it. Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna sign up. Mm. All right, start post pictures. Then all your friends start. Like, oh, okay, cool. Snapchat. I don't remember Snapchat. Again, it was a, probably word of mouth. Like yeah. again at uni, people. Somebody said, "Oh, like yeah, we're all of using course. this thing that expires." Yeah, let's do it. Of course, you but know? that's the thing. Apart from like this threads thing, yeah, like it's not normal. What threads has done is not normal. Like nobody, like threads has only done that because. It's all current it's, social yeah, media. It's current social media is, yeah. it's from a meta, so they yeah. just launch it. But usually a social media app, they don't you don't remember its launch. It just grows organically, a, bit by bit. You find out when you find out. You find mm. out when someone tells you. Someone could be listening to this um this podcast mm. in about five years' time. It's true. And yeah. be like, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, someone might have an idea to yeah. create their own social media app and they're listening to all social media app creators. Yeah. And then they say, okay, I want to see what James Mercer has to say. Mm. Then they go back to listen to an, an interview from years ago mm. and they see me having this convo right yeah. now. Yeah. I know I did that with the Instagram guys. So they went off. So, yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's what it's about. Okay. Yeah. So describe the app a little bit to me. So you're, you're saying it's voiceless. Obviously, you don't yeah. want to give the game away too much, right? So, okay, so let's, okay, we can talk a little bit about it. So what's it going to be, like a feed of voice yeah. notes? So whoever okay. you follow will yeah. appear on your homepage. Okay. Yeah. And you'll just see a voice note from there. Yeah. So you press autoplay, yeah. then it plays all the voice notes oh, of the mad. people that you follow. Okay. So you can just have it. And you can respond to them. Yeah, you can, yeah. You can okay. That's but quite interesting. The yeah. reason why that autoplay thing works is yeah. so that you can be a passive user in that okay. sense. So say for example, if you're on the tube or you're on the train and you just want to just listen to some content yeah, and like you don't want to look at your phone because mm. you're squeezed up against everybody, you just run tape, press autoplay and just listen to, co just listen to content yeah. come through. Don't like one, skip it, whatever. There will also be topics. Okay. Topics are an explore page. So on the mm. explore page are different topics. So mm. say for example, if there's a topic called Savvy Wallet, Mm, yeah, um, yeah, big up, Savvy yeah, there you, go. you can just <laughs> yeah. press autoplay and okay. it'll just play like you know, 90 second snippets okay. of each of your different podcasts, different yeah. podcasts, different gems okay. on the podcast. And something like, yeah, oh, that's very that. interesting, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that could yeah. definitely work because yeah. I could, I could just do like all the snippets I can do is very easy for me to convert that into audio, yeah, yeah, yeah. simple. It's, it's yeah. so simple. There you go, okay. Wow, I love yeah. that. I, I, I really like that idea, and I think. It's something that I would use because I, I love listening to podcasts while I'm in the gym. Mm. And I think I, I I also prefer the audio stuff slightly more just mm. because I'm able to do other stuff. I can drive, yeah. go to the gym, I can go for a walk, I can work, I could do other stuff, do you know what I mean? Travel go. and whatnot. That's that's um, one of the main things as well for each person multitask. We want to be on like Amazon Echo. Yeah. Wanna be in your Google Home. Mm. You know, we want to be able to what okay, you so want to go into all of them. Yeah, yeah your Android Auto. Big. So whilst you're driving, you could be uh, interacting with this. Yeah. We want it to be voice recognition, we want to add voice recognition to it as well. We want it to be something that you can use like quite easy you can get involved in quite easily. Okay. You don't want to step on anyone's toes because yeah. obviously like if you are a podcast, as I said, you can put mm. podcast information from yeah. listening to the full thing. Yeah. If there's music, you can put snippets mm. of music and say listen to the full thing. If there's a yeah. radio show, you can say, look, we're gonna be discussing this later on in the radio okay. show, you can listen to it. That's smart, you know? Yeah. And those are just examples. There's mm. other things that it could be a topic about um football. Okay. And one thing we're gonna add as well is debates. And we can't wait till that debate bit comes. Okay. I don't really want to give that away too much. Yeah, but no, the way in which good. that would work though yeah. is things would go back and forth. Oh, so right, it would okay. be like Arsenal versus Man United. Yeah, um, Arsenal win. Man United. 
I'm an Arsenal supporter. <laughs> Man, United, Man United fans say this, Arsenal fans yeah. say that, and it just goes back and forth, goes back and forth. So you can just hear that and start yeah. laughing. Yeah, yeah, man. And so you okay. get involved in custom Man United. Yeah, fans. I definitely would. I definitely would. Look, listen and watch it. I'm a mad Arsenal fan, you know. Just because you see me chilled here. <laughs> so, um, so how are you planning to like make money off it? Is it gonna yeah. be like you know t- with? To be fair, most social media app- apps is really yeah. ads or they're selling data. Yeah, that's. I mean, Facebook. I know that's what they're doing. Yeah. So pretty much all of them. Yeah, I pretty much yeah all of the above really. Yeah. But um, obviously in early days, there will be mm. different things that we will mm. go into and look into as to how yeah. we, can re- we can reward the user. Okay, that's um, smart, yeah. However, because um, yeah, that is the way social media is going. That's the mm. direction which is going. However, um, the first way we'll monetize is by having sponsored topics. Okay. So say for example, say there's a Sainsbury's around the corner. Mm. Yeah, I've used this example a few times. Um, Sainsbury's is launching a new product. Um, it's a, it's a big, it's a bagel. So the new Sainsbury's yeah. bagel, but it's only in that Sainsbury's around the corner. Mm-hmm. They can geo-target the area, and then they can say that um, we've got this bagel. We want to hear what you got, you've got to say about it. Yeah. Leave it in a voice note on this sponsored topic. Okay. And then that sponsored topic would be at the top of the person's topics. Okay. So they can click on it, That's and they can start to leave their opinion on yeah. that bagel and say, you know what, that bagel was nasty. Or, no, yeah. I really like that bagel. Yeah. And they can give Sainsbury's the idea whether they want to roll it out wide or not. Okay. So that's where Tate plans to become the world's large, largest focus group. Tate plans to become the world's largest okay. focus, focus group. group. So, okay, so that's what you're, you're more focusing on. Because yeah. I was thinking, like, how are companies going to interact with this? Like, do you feel like it's more for them to try and advertise or do you feel like they're also going to use it? Because to be fair, these days, I'm even seeing companies use TikTok. Yeah. I'm seeing them like get yeah. act quite act, like experience. I've been seeing them yeah. like, you know, get quite active in terms yeah. of like teaching people about like personal yeah. finance and stuff like that. Yeah. So do you envisage oh, like, yeah. companies would I'd like, love start that sending like 90 no, second want, voice notes? Yeah. I, I want that too. Mad. I'd want that. Obviously, I want, I, you want that. You want news bulletins. Yeah. You want, uh, like one of the most powerful things about Twitter was that politicians mm. made announcements on Twitter. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah, like if you saw all the people quitting and that sort of stuff, it was on Twitter. Mm. That is a very powerful form of media. That's the reason why I know that Mark Zuckerberg was probably looking at that, thinking, "I want that on Mm. Facebook. I want that on this. I want that." And it wasn't Mm. happening. So that's the reason why they made threads. You've done it now. You've done it now. But at the time, it wasn't happening. Now he's had to actually make a Twitter for it to happen. Yeah. Because it wasn't going to happen any other way. I don't think I need to make a Twitter for that to happen. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's going to be something for mm. um, po- politics, but in the sense, if they want to use it for that, you know, and it gets to that point, then that would be great as well. You're talking about um, advertising. So we mentioned earlier about the debates. Mm. So if Arsenal and Man United, they're going back and mm. forth. You know, that's a place that people can start to bid yeah. for ads in between those conversations. And just really short ads. Mm. So it's something just saying the odds on Arsenal to win at this, the odds on Man United to win at this. Place your bet on blah blah blah. Okay, wow, that's I like I like the idea. And you know, you talk talking about Mark Zuckerberg and Instagram. This guy copies everything. Stories copied from mm. Snapchat. Reels copied from TikTok. Now threads yeah. copied from Twitter, yeah. and then bought out Instagram. Yeah. So. It seems that the only thing that they he hasn't done actually, or they haven't done, is Clubhouse for some reason. They haven't. They were like, okay, they, Twitter did. They did. They're about to. Oh, were they about, about to? I think I heard that they're about to. He he started on Clubhouse platform to see what it's like. See what it's saying. I probably bid it for Clubhouse. I think Clubhouse should have taken that bid if you ask me, but that's just me. That like, he bid it for Snapchat. Snapchat said no. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Snapchat is still. Going, it's not like it used Snapchat's to be. Snapchat for the younger demographic. Yeah. It's funny because it stayed young somehow. Yeah. Because Snapchat came out when I was in uni, mm. right? And for some reason, as I've grown out of it, yeah. it's like the demographic has gotten even younger than when I was at uni. I don't know how they managed to do it, mm. but it's weird because I, ad- I'm sure that yeah, the people that was adopting it was us at yeah. uni. But, but then it's somehow, yeah. It's true, but at the same time, it's different. There's different users that there's yeah. people use it differently in That's different true. countries as well. So in some countries, people are actually active Snapchat users um, in an older demographic. In that here, we just don't necessarily use Snapchat. Like that. I don't really use Snapchat myself. Mm. But 
I know I know how it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, so what was I saying in terms of like um different apps and purchasing stuff? I think to survive in social, you need to have your own culture. Yeah. You know, Twitter survived for years. They got their own culture. Obviously, right now it's changing into something else, but it's just having that own culture that keeps you relevant in my perspective. Yeah. And okay. tape has its own culture. So Okay. Yeah, we are where we are. Did you say when it will launch? I don't know if I, I no, 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 that. No, no, no. Okay, okay, cool, cool. cool. You're keeping you're keeping that, that yeah, on the okay, you're keeping that on the right. Okay. I don't yeah. want to say because one yeah. thing is that I have said before and we've launched and we pulled it back. Oh, did you? You actually pulled it back? Yeah. Okay. And we I don't I wanna just let it happen yeah. rather than just rather than say anything if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know I hear that at the right time, right? Yeah. Okay, so obviously there's a dark side to to you know to social media, right? Yeah. You know, people getting cancelled. <laughs> People getting anxiety, yeah. you know, being cyberbullied, being discriminated, you know, mm -hmm. even and then there's even a point where like content gets curated. And what I mean by that is that obviously with like Instagram, even if you've got 3,000 followers, they're not showing it to all 3,000. They're showing yeah. it to like 10%, right? Yeah. That gets curated, right? So mm -hmm. how, how are you going to like combat that? Because I feel like your platform, like Instagram is very different. Yeah now than it was when it first started mm -hmm. a lot of people complain oh the algorithm is not chronological blah blah, blah. Mm -hmm. same twitter all of the social medias they've all changed yeah. over time yeah i guess how are you going to combat all those kind of issues of course that we're a lot earlier so therefore when we are launching we're not going to have as many users so people are going to have the um capacity yeah to go through every single piece of content that is there mm. but as time goes on there's going to be more content than people can consume at that given time yeah. and then the fact then becomes how are people going to be um viewed like how are people going to get their content viewed how is yeah. how are you going to get people to actually see your content mm. but through having stuff like debates topics it gives people a chance to discover people that they don't know mm. and follow people that they don't know as well in terms of algorithms um we're definitely going to use artificial intelligence okay to be able to tell what people like yeah and serve them what they like the kind of content that they actually do want to okay. see rather than just giving people um so like a know, tiktok kind yeah, of yeah like kind a tiktok of vibe, kind of yeah. Vibe, okay. yeah i think that if you ask me that's the best algorithm in yeah. the world i think so too because yeah. i was going to ask you actually about that like i feel like a lot of people become content creators because of the app because of being able to become viral like i feel like yeah. each platform mm -hmm. has its own set of users that become viral like when tiktok came out we had new social media stars yeah their instagram same thing so i guess mm -hmm. with tape do you think that there will be that element of 100 percent. yeah 100 okay. one thing i want with tape is i want people to appreciate somebody's argument mm. whether they agree with it or not I just want them to appreciate how someone can put across an argument. We'll put across a point. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I might completely disagree with a point, but the way he put it across, I'm like, wow, okay, this guy's quite intelligent, quite a good point. So I want that to be like both ways. Mm. One of the things about tape now is that we notice that we live in a world that is more polarized than ever. Yeah, 100%. Do you know yeah. what I mean? More polarized than ever. And we think that's because people aren't listening to each other. And a voice note, there's no interruptions. So you just talk and people can actually listen to what the person has to say. So it's actually finished and heard. So we want it to have a, a culture of people not judging people in that sense and just like, actually listen to what people actually have to say. Yeah. And then that's how, that's the kind of content we, we like. Okay. I get that, to be honest. And I agree with you. Like it's definitely more polarizing. And I think a lot of people don't like to listen. People like to only listen to people that they agree with. Mm -hmm. And I always say this, right? I'm not trying to be like, um, I'm not trying to be controversial, but if you always listen to people that you agree with, how do you grow? Yeah. Right. How can somebody, yeah. what I'm trying to say is that we're not always right. Right. So yeah. if there's somebody that has a different perspective to you, mm -hmm. you may be wrong. I'm not saying you are, yeah. but there's potentially that you could be. But that there's a potential that you could be wrong. It's so it's, you can introspect, you get what I mean? 100%. I don't necessarily yeah. think that there are people, I don't know there are some, but there's not that many people in this world who you disagree with literally everything that this yeah. person, like, I mean, 100%. Yeah. Like, you might agree with 5% what that person's saying and disagree with 95%. Mm. Why don't you look into that 5%? 
Do you know what I mean? Like the, I think people are way too hung up on our differences rather than our similarities. Yeah. So I feel like similarities are a place to start, but in a sense that I feel like if people put their similarities in an argument with your differences, then you can start to dissect it a bit different and start mm -hmm. to understand why do they have that difference? And if you can explain your difference mm -hmm. and they can think the same way, then that's where the dialogue begins. Yeah. Oh, I love that, man. I love that. I love that. I'm looking forward to seeing how the app comes. And I think, I think, I could, I think it could be a hit. And the only thing I'm worried for you is if, if, if this, this Mark Zuckerberg, man, they see it, like, like look, we're going to take some of that. I, I don't mind. You don't think, mind? The reason why I say that, yeah, because imitation and recognition sometimes is, is the biggest flattery. It's biggest flattery. Like, we're small right now. Yeah. Like, we're really small. If we're noticed by bigger apps and mm. bigger stuff, it just shows that we're doing something right. Yeah. And you cannot, so for example, when Spaces first came out, lots of people have um, uh, Twitter accounts, right? Yeah. Not many people have Clubhouse accounts. So people that were on Android were like, okay, I can use this Spaces thing, but I can't use Clubhouse. Mm. So Clubhouse are already behind because they couldn't capture that Android audience. And what I noticed is that Clubhouse still had a culture that you can't find on Spaces. Yeah. On, spa on Twitter, this is the place where people say things that goes viral and then they lose their jobs. Mm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like everyone's like, oh, I saw your tweets from 10 years ago. You've done that, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? They can pull them up, all of that. Mm. On Clubhouse, it's just a conversation. It's mm. just a lot more of a conversation. People interrupt each other. You hear someone like, one mic, one mic. Yeah. You hear all of that. But <laughs> it's a lot more. But you know what I mean? You like. more, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You get it's a, it's a lot uh, more of a, just a, a combo yeah. and they have that culture. So the culture of the app is what keeps the app going. Yeah. I mean, people don't use Clubhouse as much as they used to, yeah. but it's not dead. Yeah, no, it's definitely, dead. definitely not. It's definitely yeah. alive and thriving, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I wanted to talk about, because obviously you, you've, you you know, part of your business is in Ghana. Mm -hmm. You know, talk about the a bit of the challenges of, you know, yeah. starting a business there and whilst you're here yeah. in, in the UK. So... Um, having staff that work remotely, very difficult. Um, plus, at the same time, um, in Ghana, the exchange rate yeah. goes up and down. So what the value of the money was yesterday is completely different to the value of the money the other day, which affects your staff and it also affects you as well. So you might be calm and comfortable with how much you're paying right now. Then the next month, the exchange rate changes and the value of the money goes even higher. Mm. And us, you're like, oh, my. So... Last month, like my payroll was eight hundred quid. This month, my payroll is that as a grand, and yeah. it can just it can, it can it can fluctuate yeah. like that. That's how. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's a bit mad. Those are just some of the challenges. Another challenges is getting your company registered. Uh, I remember when I got it registered, it was a bit difficult. It was tough. Luckily, I knew people that could do that for me. But then after, I wanted to get a DUNS number. Mm. So I messaged um, Zach a number you need if you want to um, get your app on the App Store. Oh, okay. It's like okay. A, it's a business number, especially okay. Duns and Bradstreet, I think it's oh, called right, something okay. like that. And I messaged Duns, Duns and Bradstreet in every country in the world. Okay. Yeah. So I messaged the one in Ghana, mm. which is the one in Nigeria. They work with the one in Nigeria as well. It's like mm. Ghana, Nigeria. And I told them, okay, can I get my DNS number? And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, you have to pay us like, you know, four hundred dollars, and we'll get a few years out. What? So like bribery? No, I don't know. <laughs> that's all I know. Like yeah. yeah. All I know is that I, I registered the business Legal in bribery. the UK. Yeah. I registered business in the UK. Yeah. And then I asked for my Dun my DNS number from Dunsbury Bread Street. He just sent it to me for free. Yeah. Simple. <laughs> yeah. That's the oh, that's bribery, so, man. <laughs> but I just 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 that I mean I, they just don't. Sometimes they just like here's the issue. I find that. A lot of times, this, I don't know if it's just, I can't speak for the rest of Africa in it. Mm. I can't speak for the rest of Africa. But what I can say for in Ghana is a lot of times, a lot of people don't value repeat business. Mm, okay. They want to try and get the most out of every tiny transaction. Like, um, it's it's a problem. It's yeah. a problem. And um, I hope... Not thinking long-term, thinking very yeah. short-term. Yeah. yeah. They think yeah. This, is, this, this is the last time. I can get money from this person. So Scarcity mindset, okay. isn't it? Yeah. Rather than give them the best customer service, make them feel, yeah. and actually I'll get a lot yeah. of money from them over the long term. Of course, if someone done that, they would yeah. make a lot of money out there. Yeah. You know? A lot of money. Yeah. You know, there's people there that would, they undercut the market, you're going to kill, you're going to make so much money yeah. in these countries. <laughs> and now I would do that straight as soon as I got the chance.
So for entrepreneurs that do want to start a business in Ghana, what I guess what would be your advice to them? My advice, first things first, undercut the market because it's easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Your supplier, if they notice that you're undercutting the market, they might want to up their prices, but try and find yourself a good supplier or do things from the ground yourself so that you can never, you never have to face that issue. Um, that's the first thing I say if you're doing business in Ghana. That that's that is just a no-brainer. The other thing I'd say is um, like my business itself is a global business, mm-hmm. but it's just based in Ghana, and okay. I'm just doing it from there. Yeah. But I would say that if you're not doing that, do something that is that makes sense for okay. the country country that you're in. That makes sense for the um, environment that you're doing the business in. So do something that makes sense for Ghana, do something that makes sense for Nigeria, do something that makes sense for Congo, wherever yeah. you're doing business. Like what's the need that's there? And you have to go out there first and actually feel it mm. before you do it. I How long see, were you there for before you? I just visited every year. Every year. Every year, I was visiting Ghana, every yeah. year and I'd spend like two weeks. Then after I started spending about a month, then I started spending about a couple okay. months. I went to school in Ghana, as I mentioned yeah. earlier. Yeah. So that allowed me to have an alumni, it would go to school with yeah. an alumni that, or, and have friends there out there already that can help me yeah. um have helped me quite a lot and it just set me in an easier path um you have to have a network out there yeah you have to it's just it's vital to have a network out there and that network has done a lot for me plus i have a big family so that helps me as well to be okay. able to get get you know, in certain things when i need yeah. to do, get get that done that makes sense mm-hmm. i love that i love that so okay so you obviously you've been an entrepreneur for a while right and you know, especially when you're s- s- starting your startup, mm. there's so much to do, yeah. right? And you, now you've been doing this for a while. I guess in terms of focus, what would you say when starting out your your business? What should be like the main focus? What should be the things that you should focus most on? Um, I think the number one thing is is starting out as you plan to go in the future. There will never be perfection. Okay, that's not going to happen. So you have to just go and steamroll and keep it and move that's probably the most thing moving but if you can like create a system that helps things as you're in the future and earlier on before things get hectic i suggest doing that so for example with me one thing that i wish that i did and one thing that i do now is just making sure that you're like when I'm paying when I'm doing stuff in Ghana and like how I'm doing stuff in terms of like tax and make sure income tax and my staff are paid and that sort of stuff. Get into a system of mm. getting that covered and knowing and having that ready from early rather than um, you know, saying, Okay, you know, like they won't tell you, look, um, pay it now. They'll say that you can pay it later, you mm. can do that later. Get into a system of doing that from early and making sure all your accounts are in order from early is something that I would recommend everybody to do okay. something like that. Just just creating good habits from mm. early and just sticking to them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So for me, like there were some habits, I created some good habits, some good ha- some habits I didn't create mm. and I've had to fix along the way. Okay. Um, I recommend that everybody does that, create good habits early. Okay. That's my thing. Love that. Love yeah. that. Thank you, James. What will you got planned next for yourself? So... You have to work. I want everybody that's on this to go on tape.app, T-A-Y-P.app and sign up to the newsletter. Okay. That way we can keep you up to, up to date and informed. Mm-hmm. And as well, you can be one of the first people to get your own um, handle. Okay. Um, and that, that. we yeah. wanna, just want to get everybody on the app mm. when it comes out as soon as possible. Wanna, we, need to get, we need to be on there. We need to have your yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna definitely sign up now. to that. Yeah, and then, yeah. then, and then people that listen watching, watching can like follow, follow yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah. Love yeah, that. And that's course, that's gonna be the main focus, obviously, trying to launch this as soon as, as possible. Yeah. ASAP. ASAP. Okay. ASAP. Working. We're not, hard yeah, we're not playing. We want this out. Like yeah. we want we want you using it quick, as soon as possible. That's what I want. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving that. And I guess where can people find you? They so you can find more. me on um right now, probably best to find me on LinkedIn, okay. James Mercer, or on Instagram, mm. J dot Bancole Mercer, but B A N K O L E. Okay. Um, dot Mercer M E R C E R. Find me on Instagram and on um, uh, LinkedIn. Cool. Those are probably my two most active okay. um, platforms. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. It's been, it's been great. It's been great having this conversation with you. And I definitely want to have a follow up conversation, like mm. after you launch, a few months yeah. after, just to see what yeah. the response is like, just to see like how you're kind of responding to yeah. 
feedback, how your app's changing and all of that sort of stuff. And just like seeing how people's like taking it in as well. It's going to be very interesting to, oh, yeah. to, to, to be, see what that's be, like. Yeah. It'll be very, very different. I, I would, I would have, I wouldn't, I'll be in a completely different place. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm well aware of that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you're okay. chilled now, but when yeah. it comes out, you might be a bit stressed. Let's, yeah. I mean, the thing is, yeah, I think just the way in which I approach stress in general, I keep, I keep, I, pre I present myself as being chilled. Okay. Even though I might be stressed on me. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a, uh, what's it called? A swan. Okay. On Instagram. <laughs> swan. But on top, I'm like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. Man, okay, cool. I hear that. All right. So do you um have any final words for the listeners and watchers? Yeah. Um what I would say is um if you could do a business um outside of the UK and in the UK at the same time, I would recommend that for anybody. Mm. And I'd recommend that you do travel and see how uh businesses operating around the world and be as global as you can because it's a big world out here, man. That's Love all I'm that. saying. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great having this conversation with you, James. Like I said, definitely want to have you again. Um, you know what you're doing is admirable. First, because you're starting a social media app. That's not that's not no easy feat, man. That's difficult. Second, you're looking to launch it in Africa. I love that. Like Africa first. I think that's quite important. I think we yeah. need our own. Like you, we yeah. I know that there's a few unicorns, but we need more. We need yeah. way more, more, more unicorns there. We great. need. The power's all concentrated in in you know Europe and in America. Yes. We need we need a, a hub in in um, Africa as well. And I feel mm. like once you get the one or two, that then drives more business and investment there. So yeah, you know, I wish you you all the luck in the world and all the blessings. And like I said, man, I, I mean, I, I know that you, I've listened to your your you, you on other podcasts, and I know that you're very driven about this. So I know that you'll definitely like got very you'll go very far with it. So I'm looking forward to. To seeing what you what you accomplish with it thank you very much you're welcome much, yeah. you're welcome you. uh so watchers listeners thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of take Away experience and we'll see you next week's episode When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.